Good evening, and welcome to another edition of Bakken Bios. I'm your host, Jason Spies. On tonight's episode, we talk with Alex Warner, founder and CEO, chairman of the board of Pedigree Technologies. Warner has been a guest lecturer at North Dakota State University, as well as machine-to-machine conferences around the country. He's been honored by NDSU as an outstanding young entrepreneur and was featured as one of the top 40 under 40 by Prairie Business Magazine. Warner was raised on a farm in North Dakota and holds several degrees from North Dakota State University and St. Cloud State University, Minnesota. This is Alex Warner, CEO, founder of Pedigree Technologies. And this interview is brought to you by The Crude Life. If you want to make money the crude way, contact The Crude Life. If you have a project that needs a crude approach, then contact The Crude Life. Visit their website at www.thecrudelife.com. Now, back to our interview with Alex Warner of Pedigree Technologies. We're here with Alex Warner, founder and chief executive officer of Pedigree Technologies. We're here at the Technology Conference in Fargo, North Dakota, here with Building the Bakken. And rather interesting when you think of technology in an oil play. Alex, what are you guys doing out in the Bakken? We do a lot out in the Bakken. About 70% of our business is in oil and gas. And we actually migrated from the military, um, uh, or the technology that we provide, and it was a great fit in the oil and gas sector. Essentially what we do, um, we call it intelligent operations software, but we make software systems for, op- for operations people. And what we do is we're able to connect all the different kinds of equipment that are being used at the wellheads, at the rigs, whether it's construction equipment, whether it's supporting equipment, light plants, generators, and basically get data about where they are and how they're performing, and then get that information to the people in the back office and then the people out in the field. And in addition to that as well as information from trucks and transport, being able to provide software to kind of automate the whole crude ticketing process, and basically a platform in the cloud that connects all the equipment that runs those oil and gas service operations to the people in the field and the people not in the back office. The sum total is we automate operations. We streamline customers' operations. So when you're talking about uh, software and technology and oil and gas, the first thing that comes to my mind is mobility and Wi-Fi and yeah. connectability. Is that being an issue for you guys at all? Is, it, is maybe something that you've overcome or something that you are currently looking at or it's not yeah. even an issue? So the way we have approached that is um, we are both hardware agnostic, meaning we can connect to any kind of hardware. It can be a smartphone or a tablet or it can be a little black box or a sensor somewhere. And then we connect it over any network. So let's say we don't have Wi-Fi in the area. Let's say we have CDMA from Verizon there. Let's say we don't have that. Let's say we have satellite. Mm-hmm. We can capture data from all those different kind of hardware and sensors over any network and then pull it into the software. So typically for us, it's not a problem because if we can field the hardware, which we usually do, we can get data from anywhere, not only out in places like the Bakken, but anywhere in the world. When you're talking about software and technology, is the oil and gas industry up to speed on that? Or are you finding that you're having to do a little bit of maybe some consulting or education? Um, You know, the oil and gas industry is adopting um, technology pretty radically. In fact, some of the technology that I use was, was originated in the oil and gas 
industry uh, typically called SCADA, Supervisor Control and Data Acquisition Systems. And what we do is we're kind of like a SCADA on steroids, but we're applying it to different applications. So we, if we can use technologies to monitor, track, manage equipment, and, and streamline logistics with using cellular networks and, and data networks, everyone wants to sort of make the whole oil and gas delivery process and service process very streamlined. And so the, the education the market is already there. Some of the technology, again, like I said, that we use actually came from oil and gas. How quickly can it be implemented? Uh, for example, let's say tomorrow you closed a, a deal with an oil company and they wanted you to streamline their widget very quickly. Um, is it uh, over a X amount of time, or is it uh, an ongoing process, or does yeah. it happen overnight? Yeah, so um, we, we typically, first of all, we sell with, we have deals with AT&T, Sprint, Verizon, satellite companies, so they're out actually repping our products out in the field in addition with our own sales efforts. And so let's say we work with a company that says, you know, Alex, I've got 300 tanks I need to monitor, I've got a hundred generators, I've got 300 uh, trailer transport units, and I've got a hundred light plants, and I have 50 mud pumps. Okay. Okay. We typically look and say, okay, we've got all the kind of hardware, we work with our, our, our network partners, we look and we find the greatest need right away. Let's say, hey, let's, you're moving a lot of crude back and forth, let's roll out across your trucks first, and then take it in consumable chunks. And we can get stuff installed, you know, within 24 hours. Oh, that quick? Uh, yeah, we, we have our own corporate installation teams, but the ecosystem for installation and support and lighting up the system is becoming so mature that we have partners all over the country, including out in Williston, that will install our stuff on a moment's notice and then fix things too, if there's any issues. You mentioned carriers, providers, do some sales for you, but you have your own sales staff. Yep. Uh, how is it traveling out to the Bakken, say, you're headquartered in Fargo, North Dakota? Yes. Um, obviously, it's a four-hour minimum drive to Dickinson if you go a little bit above speed limit. <laughs> uh, but it's a straight line. Yeah. It's a straight shot. Yeah. And you gain an hour. The heart is in Williston, which is like a seven, eight-hour oh, yeah. drive. Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you flying? Are you driving? Are you avoiding it all together and hoping AT&T does all the work for you? No, we're, we have guys that are going out there every week. And then we actually have an apartment uh, in Dickinson. Uh, and so we have some guys that will just, you know, basically live there mm -hmm. uh, for half, half the month. Uh, because a lot of our activity is, is being done in Williston, in the surrounding area, in Minot, Dickinson, etc. But we also have salespeople and resellers and partners all over the country, and we do spend a lot of time down in Texas as well. There's significant decisions that are made down there with different kinds of companies that are also working in the Bakken. So we have a distributed sales force, and, and it's all territory-driven, and, and uh, in conjunction with our partners, it seems to work just work well. Observations. Um, where are you from? I am from just outside of Hillsboro, North Dakota. Which which town? Uh, I grew up on a farm. Okay. What are your uh, observations being from essentially eastern North Dakota? Yeah. Uh, tra uh, you must have been out to uh, Dickinson or the western side as a kid at some yeah. point visiting the Badlands. Is yeah. that safe to say? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And now your observations when you go out there? Uh, um, I tell you, I have some folks from Sprint corporate visiting my office and I said you have to come with me to come out to Western North Dakota 
it is unbelievable. I mean, I would we would go out and take a vacation and head out west and and the you know whenever i go to williston i if i spend some time in la it reminds me of the traffic jams uh and the activity in the worst uh times of uh, of living in la because in 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 a town the size of williston where you are standing in line in the morning to get a danish from a convenience store that's going 20 people outside of the convenience store you're like what is going on here um, it is so transformational. Um, it, it is so uh, unbelievable to see that kind of economic activity. I, I think you really have to see it. I mean, it, it's hard to talk about it. People, oh, that must be good. That's what we like, no, You have to actually go look. Uh, housing out there. You have an apartment out there. Uh, yeah. How important has that apartment in Dickinson been to you, the success oh, of your business? Incredibly important. <laughs> and, and, and really important. And we actually share it with a couple other businesses. Uh, we kind of saw it once we started migrating our technology from the military out in oil and gas, like we better, this thing is starting to heat up, we better get a, get a spot uh, on the, uh, uh, at the table here. So it's been very good for us because, again, we have salespeople and myself and other people that travel out all the time. And you can't, sometimes you can't get hotels. You know, you can't mm -hmm. even, you know, so. Or, you, or you the hotel is $180 yeah, a night. Yeah, yeah. And so you, you want to, um, you know, uh, find a place to land and that's a great great path for us do you fly or do you drive out there oh I, I love driving uh, um, I especially like driving west uh, um, uh, I love the flora and fauna sometimes we'll fly out there but mm -hmm. usually we drive okay yeah I hear that more and more there's a lot of uh, kind of apartment shares going on out there amongst <laughs> companies do you know of anybody else doing it besides you guys um, you know, I don't. We've been kind of keeping our nose to the grindstone on what we do. Um, I, you know, I, we've actually looked for office space out there. Uh, I know some folks in town here that are building some buildings for some people out there. And I'm like, can you wall off just a closet for us? Uh, and, you know, so it, it can be tough. But um, other than some, maybe some office space we try to nail, you know, I know there are people doing it. It's too much of it. Alex Warner, founder and chief executive officer of Pedigree, thank you much. Hey, appreciate it. And that was Alex Warner, CEO, founder, and chairman of the board of Pedigree Technologies. To listen to the entire interview or other Bakken bio features, visit our website at buildingthebakken.com. I'd like to remind you that that interview was brought to you by The Crude Life. If you want to make money the crude way, contact The Crude Life. If you have a project that needs a crude approach, then contact The Crude Life. Visit their website at www.thecrudelife.com. And that concludes this episode of Bakken Bios. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Jason Spies. This is what life's all about.